beyond infinity. Now, John, you've got a pretty interesting story. We know it. We've, we've heard a lot about uh, lithium-ion technology, mm-hmm. but what about iron-ion yeah, technology? Yeah, what's that, eh? It's, mm. um, well, the, the quest for a better battery has been on for, you know, for, for decades, basically. And, mm. uh, you know, our uh, mobile phone devices are getting smaller, but we also want a longer-lasting battery. So lithium-ion technology has improved. We are starting to see, you know, lithium-ion batteries, which are in... Uh, electric vehicles which are obviously a lot larger than the mobile phone batteries and then we're also seeing those in other applications such as renewable energy wind farms and solar farms solar arrays mm. uh, there is i guess a bit of a problem with that because lithium ion uh, batteries if they're damaged certainly burn and, and burn quickly and uh, can overheat mm. and and disposal is an issue isn't it an disposal as well issue. environmental yeah. I mean, mm. in terms of the mining aspect as well there's the tailings that you get from you know the lithium digging it up digging up uh, right. that you have remaining right. uh, but then there's also um, it is somewhat of a limited resource. Yes, it's you know fairly abundant, and we have a, a massive mining area here in Australia. There's mm. a lot of, I think, most of the world's lithium comes from Australia at this point. Mm. And look, that, that is good, but there are uh, a number of limitations, and there's some costs involved in there. So there has been some research done at, at India's Institute of Technology in Madras, which has developed the world's first iron. That's I R O N. So iron. Iron battery, so iron, iron, an iron, so, battery, an iron, iron battery. Yeah, yeah, not a lithium iron, an iron, iron battery. So, yeah, cool. no, no one's suggesting that at this stage, um, you know, this is going to be a replacement for a lithium iron battery in your phone. Uh, it's more about a low cost, stable alternative that you can really upscale and get quite a large battery. So, in the situation of renewable energy, uh, if you have a wind farm and needed to store that energy, rather than maybe having a large lithium iron battery bank, which is sort of what we have. At the moment in South Australia, for example, you know the the Tesla, um, you know battery system there that they're all lithium uh, backup batteries mm. that are high cost. Mm. This is a potential alternative which would be a low cost because iron is much more abundant than lithium. Right, it's easier to mine and and process. Yep, and very plentiful. They're very plentiful mm. and uh, it's actually much cheaper. So. Basically, the battery consists of an anode made of a low carbon steel instead of pure iron, plus a cathode made of vanadium pentoxide, which is uh, suitable for the movement of iron-iron due to the larger gap. And um, it also uses iron chlorate as an electrolyte. You know, seeing as a cost-effective alternative, some people are suggesting, yes, it will be, uh, you know, big uh, batteries that we would see for renewable energy. However, it's got a little while to go yet because at this stage, the research team has found that it's showing only about 150 capable cycles of charging and discharging. So there's a lot, you know, a lot more to, to, to work on at this stage, but it is a very promising um, start to, to this new technology. Yeah, and I'm just looking at some of the differences between lithium-ion batteries. They're slightly heavier, more bulky in size than lithium-ion batteries. And for this reason, lithium-ion is more commonly used for portable devices, as we know from smartphones and laptops and all that. The density of energy is greater. A brand new Li has more energy density than a lithium-ion battery. That delivers better performance for a few days, Mm -hmm. for a few initial days. So that's that's an iron-iron battery Mm -hmm. versus lithium-ion. So... For certain applications, I would imagine there'd be some very substantial differences and benefits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, and if we're looking at the renewable side of things, it's, you know, the, the batteries are charged up to sort of uh, level it out. I mean, when you can, the wind may blow uh, for most of the day, and so you're sort of charging up that battery, and then there's that ongoing release that, that happens 
over when the wind's not blowing or when the sun's not shining at, at overnight. It's supposed to level out that electricity. And we know that there, um, you know, it requires probably some upgrades in the transmission lines to allow for, for all of this. But in terms of a cost aspect, if this technology, which potentially is five to 10 years away, hopefully sooner, but that's probably the, you know, where they're, they're looking at this stage after a significant testing, mm. uh, there could be massive, big, uh, you know, iron batteries surrounding these wind farms and solar farms rather than a costly lithium potentially hard to dispose harmful. of hard to, hard to mine environmentally hazardous yeah, that sort of stuff exactly I mean we look we know uh, that lithium ion batteries in cars are a potential hazard as well I mean if a car is in an accident and does catch fire then that is a, an extreme hazard but I can't see that an iron iron battery at this point in, uh, you know with what they're talking about would be a suitable replacement just due to the weight of it as well you know it does need quite a large system and it needs to be scaled up to be quite a, a big system we're not talking about the portable small devices we're talking about stationary large areas and very much a comparison with and i mean look this is driving alternative battery development you know technologies not just iron iron but a whole other range we've talked about graphene batteries as, as a future development in the pipeline you know there is a need to come up with a cleaner and uh, more more uh, readily available solution than just using lithium for yeah, batteries. We, look, the coal-fired power stations we have in Australia, they're mm. they're aging, and mm. some will be shutting down over the next few years. So we need storage. Yeah. We, if we're going to use renewables. We're going to need storage. That's right. Yeah, yep. and that has been one of the the, the key arguments against renewables because mm. if the sun's not shining, well, mm. then your solar panels they're they're not doing anything, mm. and if the wind's not blowing, then there's nothing happening there. We know that there are other technologies that you can put together and that's why the lithium-ion batteries have been uh, popular to build up these big farms there's a i think there's a couple that's been brought online in um, country victoria i think near ballarat there was one that was turned on recently right that is helping to support the network the system so in times when there's uh, less wind or there's no sun then all of a sudden that's pumping into the system or if there's a fault which has happened with some of these uh, coal-fired power stations and something goes offline or or it's triggered for some reason then the the batteries are there to smooth it out but there is a high cost involved in those batteries and they also have a a lifetime as well so if you can lower the cost with the battery production by using an alternate mineral via iron then uh, you can probably have a bigger system which has a higher capability or it's easier cheaper to replace apparently with brine mining for lithium Miners need to let the water surrounding the lithium evaporate in order to reach it, which means using 500,000 gallons of water per tonne of lithium. When digging the mineral out of rock, it requires toxic chemicals which can lead to disastrous results. A bit like gold mining. I mean, yeah. used to use cyanide, I think, to get the gold out. And, and that, you know, that gets back into the underground waterways and water systems and can harm. So you know, lithium is, is good for a number of reasons, uh, but there's also that harmful aspect to the environment around it. So if we can find a, a cleaner alternative, um, a much more backing or behind that for sure yeah and i think some of the the indians as you mentioned are are involved in developing these iron iron batteries and there's a team over there that their battery they came up with successfully withstood 150 cycles of charging and discharging under controlled conditions and after 50 cycles still had 54 percent capacity retention which is a good sign of stability. Mm. So it sounds like there's uh, there's some good potential there. That combined with a whole lot of other developments in the pipeline and, yeah. to improve battery technology, and often it's not using lithium, it's completely different technology. So hopefully that's going to continue to advance. You're listening to Beyond Infinity. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au, where you'll find our complete back catalogue of over 600 podcasts. That's beyondinfinity.com.au.